Straw Hut Media. From Straw Hut Media, <laughs> this is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey guys, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Today I have my dear friend, well, I was a dear, I know her, Heather Thompson. She is an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, she has a podcast, she's a housewife of New York. She recently went back to the show and we're going to find out why the fuck she did that and everything else about her. She's very inspirational, so let's get her on. I cannot wait to talk to her. I need to be lifted. Hi, first of all, so nice to see you. Hi, baby. It's so nice to see you too. It's been a minute. It really, it has. I mean, I haven't seen any, I mean, COVID happened and it was like, now I'm trying to figure out how to re-socialize again. And I have such social anxiety. I'm like, thank God for this Zoom stuff. Yeah, it's true. I think like, you know, reacclimating after such a long time of such like a huge pivot for everybody. I mean, like, you know, I can speak for me personally, like my life stopped in its tracks and changed exponentially over the last few years. And so I guess moving back into life, I'm trying to look at the good in it, like be cautious mm-hmm. about who you let back in, make your choices. You've done a lot of self-care, you know, right. over the last and a lot of soul searching over the last few years, <laughs> all of us have been forced to. So I'm trying to look at that pivot as like taking my time and that's okay. Right. Yeah. And as a positive thing, I mean, I definitely feel like for me, my circle got shorter, like smaller, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the people that I want in my life that I, that I trust and that you know, I, I want to be there for, because there's a lot of in this housewives world and whether you like it or not, we're both in it. Like we are housewives for the rest of our lives. And that's (laughs) just like Eddie and Liam. Like I will always get the question about housewives. I will always get the question about my divorce. And it's like, that's never going away. It's just not. And I've come to be part of who you are. So what the heck? Well, it gets annoying. Well, you know, it gets annoying. It's, it it's does. annoying, yeah. Because I've like, moved on that. It was a part right. of my life. It was something that I did. And I look in the river mirror or I dip my toe back in the water, whatever it may be. But, right. you know, they're your family at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? So that's at the end of the day what, you know, we are family at the end of the day. We have two boys together. So we're good. Thank you. No, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, so I do have to ask because Kristen and I were at lunch and, you know, Kristen Takeman, we were talking about yes. it and she's like, why do you think Heather went back? And I said, well, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong. I felt, I don't know why you can answer that, but I felt they wanted you back to, to make more sense of the group because it's like these young people hanging out with these really old people. And you were like going to be the cool big sister in between those people to try to make the group, the group make more sense. Cause it really did not make any sense. These people would never be hanging out together ever. So I think they brought you in to like make it like, more of a, like, yeah, we would hang out together. I don't yeah. know. You tell me. No, for sure. You nailed it. You a hundred percent nailed it. And when you look at it in a positive sense and you're like, oh, that would be great. It sounds great. But <laughs> it, you know, it didn't unravel that way. <laughs> no, you, you never know what's going to happen. But like, so you, you just thought, you know what, let's try it again. I mean, obviously you're a successful businesswoman, so it's not like you need the money and we all know they don't pay very well. Right. Um, But so you just thought, okay, give this another shot or did you want to promote your business? 
Well, I mean, it's always opportunity, right? It, it felt right. It was like, you know, the phone call felt good with the producers and it felt like the right time to come back. And to be honest, like I wanted to lean in. It was COVID and I knew it was going to be a really difficult time filming, you know, and, and not having extras or anybody else around. And, and like you mentioned, the dynamic of the group. So yeah. I wanted to, I thought I could add. I thought I could add add in and lean in. And, you know, I didn't want to go back full time. Like you mentioned, it was a part time thing. It certainly wasn't for the money. Um, it was because I thought it'd be good. Ben, you right, know, also, all accounts, opportunity, right, you know, for my right. business, for the group, for the, you know, like people we could learn about. Like, I mean, I made mistakes that I'm not proud of, but I'm glad that I made them because I brought things to the forefront. But it's just, so, it's really, really tough out there. It's and not, people are just time. looking to just ring yeah. you out and hang you up, you know, hold hard and wet. <laughs> I, I always say like, I had a couple of show offers and then thank God COVID, like not thank God, but it is not the time to be on reality television with this cancel culture happening. And it's just so scary. I just did a show and I'm like, I've lucked out a few times when I was drinking, but I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck did I say? Because it's going to come and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get canceled, but it's just the hardest time to have an opinion and and be able to say it without everyone jumping on and everyone's yeah. already in such a bad mood. Well, I think the problem is, is that every, everybody has an opinion and that's all we ever hear. We just hear opinion after opinion after opinion. And it's like fact-based news and things like that because we have so many choices now and it's changed like so, so quickly. You right. know, I was watching a video with my daughter from 1997 and we didn't have, like, we didn't even have the technology even remotely like what we have today, just in 1997. So we're moving at such a rapid pace and everything is moving so quickly that, you know, I think that, I think that it's so scary because we're not really, uh, we don't have one place to go anymore that we can right. really truly count on that you can trust and believe in. And I think that that's what's happening a bit with the country is that separatism because Everybody feels like nobody gets what I what I feel, um, right. or they live in fear. You know, they're afraid. I know. Sorry, my, my dog is going crazy. Sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, no, you're 100 percent correct, and I think that you know we go in wanting to entertain, and that's what we're there for. We're not going in to piss people off or get certain people pissed off. Like we're there for entertainment. And I think people forget that a lot. And especially yeah. when well, it gets heavy, us. the subject matter gets heavy sometimes. And then especially I think when we're trying to, you know, sometimes you're looking to check out and a lot of people, by the way, let's just love, love the idea of watching dramatic television, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, CSI and murders and blood, right. and, you know, the, the most you know popular podcasts, as we know, are all the, um, the uh, mystery podcast. Right. Like yeah, the yeah. The true crime. The true crime. Yeah, exactly. So it's just part of human nature to look at that yeah. stuff. For me, I just wish there was a little bit more of the balance. It's like, it's kind of out of balance where, you know, my oh, good is. TV is CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that right. is still traditionally my good TV, my feel good program that I love to record and watch. And you know what I mean? Things like that. But there's not a lot other than watching Yellowstone or these amazing oh, epic, you know, there's so much fantastic entertainment on television right now that I try to tune into the stuff that, 
you know, doesn't make me need a Xanax. <laughs> oh my God, that's exactly what I did during COVID. I, my reality was too scary. I stopped watching all of Housewives. I started watching all of the dramas like Game of Thrones. I'd never watched. I wasn't a big TV person. Right. But it was so nice to check out and be entertained. If and- your idea of a good time is to like, you know, watch every Housewives episode you can <laughs> in a matter of 24 hours and have every city going down and crack a bottle of wine or crack a bottle of water, whatever it is you do and do that, it makes you happy and fulfilled, then you should goddamn do it. But if it makes you stressed out or nervous or something like that, like, you know, go watch the Nature Channel for a little bit. And for me, like different in a different situation because I, you know, I have a single mom of two boys. I have to make the money. So I don't really get I mean, I could say no, but I can't really say no. Do you know what I mean? It's a different- I 100% understand. Well, let's talk. It's a world like, you know, it's a, it's a business. Like Kristen Takeman, speaking of her, she would be the first one to spell it out. J-O-B, J-O-B. For me, my, my J-O-B was really my, you know, fashion business and then my nutrition business and like being an entrepreneur and things like that. So it was sec, it was a secondary existence for me, right. um, and, but not for everybody. And when it's your bread and butter, you right. know what I mean? And you create a whole life around it, then anybody who judges you for that should just go look at themselves in the mirror and question what maybe they didn't do so good for the, you know what I mean? Like, well, no, look yeah, at yourself. I, like, what, what, are you, what are you looking at me? I've learned to not give a fuck because I used to give a fuck. I don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm not going to apologize for something I've already apologized for. And it's done. Like something that happened seven years ago. No, not. not, I already said, sorry, go fuck off. I would never ever judge anything on an edited show or time. Like to I, you, you in the moment you could say, "Oh my god, that was fucked up," and let it be entertainment right. value. Right. But what Instead happens of- is it gets so sucked in, and they forget that there's a human being. Brandy Glanville has right. blood, and she's soft when you touch her. She's We're a not human being on the other hand, and, We're not yeah, and I role. think it goes both ways because yeah. you have to be culpable when you make a mistake or you act erratically or you do something wrong, and you have to be culpable. But but it doesn't seem like the the, the trolls need any have any culpability and, and you just become their punching bag and that's not right that's it's like you right. have to protect your own mental your health psyche, and your, right yes mm-hmm. um, that but that said like i did sign up to be a public figure so yes you know it's on me to then handle it and for years i was fighting and twitter wars all this stuff now i pay someone to do my twitter i don't give a fuck like i'm done like i realize yeah. there's so many more important things in life than housewives um but you know, it is my job to sit it's here your on job, the podcast right? and to talk right. about it. Like that's yep. what people totally. Want and for to you, I mean, I also think like I ch- I try to pay someone to do my Twitter and Instagram, and it backfired on me. Like it didn't work for me, so then I took it back over, and it was like that worked for me. So like, what works for you needs to work right. for you, and what works for someone else needs to work for someone else, and that's just the way it goes. And I think generally speaking, all of us who you know travel this super highway, you know, of media again, the balance, you know, there's so much good, you know, I, yeah. I cry in rivers sometimes watching Instagram posts and watching the the beauty and the love and the giving and the humanity as much as like, you know, what I did the same thing you did is I had to move my algorithm out of the stuff that right. wasn't what I wanted to feed myself all the time. I was sucked up into a world where I'd like to turn it on if I want to turn it on, but I don't want it to be a part of my daily existence. And when I started no. to make that shift for myself, it, it felt healthier. I felt, I felt better. 
Right. Because yeah, because you're in control and you don't have to worry about what everyone else is saying or doing. And a lot of times just it, what, you know, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. But like you, I always said like to Kristen, like I, I feel like you're kind of bossy, but I love bossy people. I, I'm <laughs> the boss of everyone. So when someone bosses me around, I love it. And that's why yes. I was like, okay, they kind of need this back on the show. They need right. her to step in and like be the referee a little bit. And yeah. that's what I was looking forward to. And when it went left, I was like, okay, Heather, get out. Run, Heather, run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I do, I mean, from my bossiness, I think what it comes from truly is a, a projection. I project a lot because I want to help. And I, when I needed help a lot, when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of people there to give it to me. Right. So I figured it out on my own. So when I see, and that's projection, sometimes they don't want my help. But when I see a need for it, I, I it's hard for me not you to lean help. in. Yeah, yeah. But in I mean, my I old think- wisdom, I've learned sometimes you need do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally- Which doesn't like, make great television, by the well, way. Well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. But that said, like, I, I, I love when somebody is- If I'm not good at something and I'm trying to develop something and someone wants to give me some insight, yeah. I am so happy to take it. And Good. I know that I'm bossy and I, because my kids <laughs> tell me, I mean, I am bossy. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like we, we needed that in the show. We did. And it didn't work out because the, the show wasn't already working out and like putting you in made sense on paper. It went left because the show was already going left. And now I don't even know if they're going to, they don't know what they're doing with the show is from what I hear. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, I think that, um, I like to look back at all my experiences in life and and just know that even when they really were hurtful and painful or hard and difficult to swallow, along with the fun and the glorious, it's all meant to happen for a reason. So like, I really don't have any regret, but it was like, I definitely look at what was the lesson in that? Why did that come back at me that way? And what's the lesson I need to take in that so that, I don't know, I might be more prepared for something down the road, or maybe there's more work I need to do on myself. You know, but I'm definitely not coming off any like vanity projects off of it. Like it's, it's, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gotta be real. And that to me is I think what was missing. And, um, and I think that that's what I always bossy, not bossy, you know, silly, whatever it is. Um, you know, I just show up authentically and that's what I try to do. Good, bad or ugly. I think that when you and I like were on Housewives, it was much more authentic. The fights were actually not like, oh, let's get in a fight. It was like shit was actually happening. Like I've been on, you know, the past few seasons of Housewives and they're like, okay, we're going to do that again. I'm like, very different. What the fuck? It's not the same show at all. And I was just like, wait, I'm not an actress. I can't do that again. Like, and it was a completely different experience for me going back recently from when you and I were on where everything, it just kind of, it was authentic. You could tell it happened. And that's, that's where I'm comfortable with people. Like if we're going to get in a fight, it's got to be because we're getting in a fight. I'm not going to fake it. I'm not faking it with you just so that you can have Mm -hmm. a storyline. And I feel like that's what it's kind of turned into the housewives recipe. That's what everyone does is like, they have to think of what their storyline is instead of just being themselves, which is so much. I love I love watching when it's actually authentic and it's yeah. hard for me to watch. Yeah. And like, I always want to talk about that. 
You know what I mean? Like, I want to talk about the phenomenon of what we did, what we were on, what we were part of, how it's changed, how it hasn't, what will win, what won't, how it will evolve, what's going to be next. You know, I mean, the Kardashians are going to probably announce, or maybe they already have announced their last season. Like, it, it will have to evolve and change. And I'm not a producer or director, but I'm sure as hell curious to see what it's going to look like out there, you know, in another five years. No, it's, I, and I, I think what Housewives is going to be turning into, because it can't, it can't remain the same, like we said, because right now right. it's everyone faking the funk. I think, you know, it's going to turn into these, these ultimate girls trips, like the one that I just did, where they put yeah. people together and that probably are not going to get along, but right. it's, it's real. It's not like you, you, it's not like you're going there and you're, I don't know these people. I'm right. going in with the open heart, wanting to have fun. I just got out of my COVID cage yeah. and someone's an asshole. And I'm like, Oh God, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. I was like, but it was so much more authentic. All of our fights were real. I mean, there was a lot yeah. of fights, let me tell you. But I also think <laughs> no. we just came out of COVID, right? We're all locked right. up. You're ready to go. Right. <laughs> Dog of the bone, man. Right. But you know what I mean? I think totally. it's, that's what it's going to evolve into, like bringing different people together because it can't stay the same. I don't think that makes wants sense to. because like those dating shows kind of like where you can watch it like a series, like there's six shows and then in the end you figure out what happens. Like that makes sense. Like that, the, yeah. you know, I think like the prolongness of it, you know, and Geez, I, I just feel bad. I think that people get stuck up with what they think people want. Exactly. And then there's money involved in it. You know what I mean? And you kind yep. of like, I call us birds in gilded cages in a sense, because, you know, you're kind of stuck, especially if it's your career, especially right. if that's what, you know, but I, I like the idea of like kind of dating and I would like to see uh, men and women back on the show too. Like there's not, I yeah. don't watch it anymore that much, but I still think there's a missing interaction right. that was family and showing kind of like that side and everybody's single and you know what I mean? Just, right. You know, no, I mean, kinda, I, I love seeing your kids and like the, obviously the struggle, like that was just real. And like Kristen's yeah. kid, like I yeah. love that, but there, there's no, there's no husbands. <laughs> they don't want to be, like, be on TV. They see what Everybody happens. got divorced. No, exactly. <laughs> they should call it like something else, but yes, no, I agree yeah. with you. I, I, I think you know, maybe you need a producer role, kid. <laughs> Sounds oh, like a good idea. <laughs> But I do have, so I have some ideas um, floating around, but that's my, my ultimate goal is to get behind the camera. I don't, I, cause this is not a career, right? Like this right. goes away. I've been lucky to continue working for the past decade. I don't know why. I mean, but I, it's not going to be my career. And I've been working on other things because when I first started Housewives, I didn't have my ducks in a row. I'd seen one show. Right. I, I was getting a divorce. I was like loving my Chardonnay. I was like so depressed and oh. I didn't, I wasn't thinking business minded. Like if I, if I could have thought about like skinny girl, if I had done anything like that, but then it was just too late, you know, once. Yeah. I think that, I, I think that that's, that is what it was, you know yes, what I mean? Right. And, you know, this is a woman who was really, you know, raised up on reality television. I mean, right. like if, that, if that's the beacon of light that she gets to carry, that's for sure. That's the one. And so I think that, you know, you came on authentically you and you are, a. there's nobody like you. There's only one, you <laughs> know, God. in all your glory, you came on and you showed all that, you know, I think like launching a business that's not authentic. Try, I think right. the ones that they try to, by the way, it's not 
not a dumb idea. You know, it's an opportunity, opportunity that if you, if you can do the one plus one equals, you know, something could be great. But remember also early on, the contracts were very different than they are today. And there was grandfather clauses. Now, if you're going to launch something on a television show, of course, that network's going to want a piece of it. And the early days when that authenticity was there and that wasn't the way it was, I think that that changes that dynamic a little bit. So don't second guess yourself. Just keep looking forward, sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I wish like looking, you know, hindsight is 2020. Like I yes. I was getting a divorce and I was a mom. That was my profession. Like I was, yes. I was a mom. That was what and I did. And you showed it all on television, which is like that was the whole thing is is like you got to show it all. Yeah. And and I think that that's the raw part of it that I always was really attracted to is is like, you know, showing the struggle, the good, bad and the ugly. It's right. when it starts to become like you mentioned inauthentic or I used to call it turning up the volume. You know, I that's I want to see and by the way, for entertainment value, you know what I mean? It's fun yeah. for a while, but it's just not, I just think the, 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 the soul of it becomes lost. Yes. I, I, I totally a hundred percent agree with you. And I feel the same exact way. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your podcast. Obviously it's gotten you in a yes. little trouble in the past. Mine, <laughs> mine too, but like, like we're, so, or what, we're, we're not allowed to talk about like housewives. Even we're on, people are like, shut uh, the fuck up. Yeah. You know no, what I, I mean? Thought, yeah, I well that you know, I mean, absolutely. First of all, my podcast is not the news; it's my own show, and right. you know, nothing. You know, I can't even go. What I can tell you about my podcast is is that I love doing it. It's one of my favorite yeah. things in the world that I do right now. It's about people's experience and how they grew from it or overcame it or didn't and pivoted. You know, and and that's really what the podcast is about. And so everything else is just a bunch of baloney malarkey and drama causing, you know, stuff that I'm not going to even address. No, I I get it. I'm just like, like a lot of people tell me like, get over it. Like you're not on the show. And I'm like, this is my job is to talk about housewives. Well, that's a dumb thing to say. That that reminds me of like, oh, you're just trying to stay relevant. Well, guess what? Your name is Brandy Glanville. And for as long as you breathe air on this God's green earth, you're fucking relevant. And so I don't like when people say that. And I think that people that say that stuff, you should just completely ignore them, tune them out and, and put your face toward the sun because we are living a journey here as human beings. And yeah, you put yourself out there as a public figure, but like you mentioned, it wasn't like it was all pre-thought like, oh, I know I'm going to have to put on my vest because I'm going to go out there and bear my soul, you know, my bulletproof vest. You fell into your mistakes. You fell into learning how to protect yourself. You fell into it all. And and that's where I think you have to be exceptionally proud of yourself. You know what I mean? Like for standing up, it's, it's a really hard place to be to open yourself up, especially with social media to the ridicule of public opinion. And so put on those tough skins, girl, you know, this is like my yeah. 12th year, my 12th year of the podcast. I've gotten, I have the thickest skin now, but it yes. just, it's like, dude, like I, nothing's changed. I've been talking about the same thing for 12 fucking years. Why? Like come at me. I can handle it. But that said, it's yes. just, it's annoying because I know when I, when someone wants to do an interview with me, they don't want to talk about my kids. They don't want to talk about the businesses I'm trying to do. They, they want to talk about housewives. Well, yes, it's, it's true. It's, it's a, you know, it's, it's the truth. That's just it. And so, you know, I like to say like, I'll never talk about it again or something that is silly because it's a part of my life. It's just what I'll address and what I won't address and where I want to go with the show. And what I, you know, what I took from it is, is what, what I have to be in control of. I've got to be in the driver's 
courtesy to that. And listen, if people want to have good banter with me, I love that positive banter. Right. But, you know, I'm not, and, and the podcast is a great place to do it. And, you know, if you want to get in there and engage on a chat and have, a, you know, some good words, it's when people go straight for the throat right. or the anger comes in and the hate immediately comes in, then the conversation, especially on social media, has to end. Right. You know, when you're not looking somebody in the eye and, you know, I mean, this person could even be like your, some, some like fake account, like working for an enemy or something, or like, you know, somebody that you like, you know, didn't say hello to in the grocery store because you didn't hear them or something. No, but I, like I always say, I don't love yes people. My life, all of my friends, we have different opinions. I don't want someone to just agree with me, but can we agree not to agree and let's have an adult conversation about why we both have these separate opinions Right? not throw out like, I hate you, I hope you die kind of shit. Oh my God, see, don't even, like you have to, those comments, I remember early on when I first started, I remember people like saying like, oh, you got to have like water on a duck's back. I mean, Instagram didn't even be like uh, water on a duck's back. Instagram didn't even exist. Really? It It didn't even exist. It was just Twitter at the time. And so- the change in that has been, you know, so fast and so steadfast. And I think, you know, having positive conversation and especially difficult conversation where you're gonna, you know, uh, make someone uncomfortable, you know, where you're going to say something, you know, uncomfortable, but to be able to move through that, that's a place that we're in right now. And, you know, the new in thing to say is when we agree to disagree, that's exactly where the conversation should begin. Right. And, you know, right now, I think part, like I'm not into turning the other cheek at all, but right now there's so much, the pendulum is swinging and the shift is so far the other way. Yeah. It's just like, we got to just turn our other cheek a little bit and just let shit roll off our back and not glom onto everything. Or right. you're just going to be in a fight all the time. You know, I just keep looking for the love. I keep just looking for the love because right. it's out there. No, it is. You find yourself responding to the mean ones and not the people that are being nice. Yes, because exactly. You want to fuck with them. I'm like, ah. But I've made a point. If I go, I'll go. I have this thing called Discord with my podcast um, on Patreon. So it's just my the people that subscribe to my podcast. And they're all cool. And we have conversations where like, they're not haters, but we can yeah. agree to disagree. And right. it's actually really fun to go on and talk to. I'm like, oh, my friends. Like, it's like a really nice Twitter. So yes. if you like and you want to subscribe, I'll sit and talk to you. But I'm not going to go on Twitter and and have mindless fights with people I don't know. I'm not doing well, that Well, of anymore. course, especially because it's like, you know, you're fighting with a paper tiger, potentially. Right. It's like, what you know, what it... And then it's, it's a lot of it's based on something that was written about you or something that was edited or something, you know what I mean? And you find yourself... Right. So, so I think you're right. What you said was so true. You find yourself standing on the defense versus, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. running offense with everybody who's, you know, having fun. So I think that's a really good point is... Think about when you're spending time on answering somebody like that. Like, what do you really want to be spending your time doing right. that? Like, what Talk is it serving like, you? Say, say thank you or say, you know what? It's so, I always say, it's so nice to have, you know, a positive thing. And then I start, I started, when I started like just answering the positive people, my, my feed changed to mostly positive people yes, because it, all, I mean, haters want attention. And if they're not going to get it by hating, they will flip and they will be nice if you talk to yeah. them. I am a human being. I'm going to make mistakes and I hope I make many of them because that's the only way you can grow and learn. learn. 
You know, I always say it's only a mistake if you make it twice. The first time it's a lesson. And, you know, it's difficult when you're out there, you know, for the entertainment value and you're, you know, making money, you know, being an entertainer and reality television and you're showing your life and all those things. But, you know, I don't think it makes it okay to, you know, it doesn't like, you know, you don't have a target on your back, like kick right. me. So, right. you know, I think the, the things that I'm doing in my life now, um, you know, I was, are so fulfilling and enriching. I wanted to lean into something and continue that fulfilling work. When, when you realize something like that doesn't work for you, you have to know that it's okay to say, you know, that's not working for me, you know, and it's empowering. And I, I never, I never quit anything in my life. Like I really never have, but you know, I just like, I was just on a board and I was like, you know, this is probably not the right use of my time. And I stepped down from the board. Like I've never done that. Like I didn't return. I didn't, I was like, no, I'm not going to sign this contract. Like, and it was so empowering for me to do that because of my own self care. And now I'm spending my time on beyond fresh and I'm spending more time being able to do this podcast with you and spending time building my retreats. You know, I'm ready Ah. to travel, Brandy. I don't know about you, but I need to breathe some air, different air. Seriously. Yeah. And okay, so I'm I might need you on one of your retreats. Tell me about them. I might oh need my to God. go. There's so, so you can go to heatherthompson.com and you can hit my travel section and you'll see, I have adventure retreats. I have health and wellness retreats for like nutrition using my health coaching um, experience. And then I have dirty freedom, which are my high altitude climbs and big adventure retreats. So <laughs> I'm not I going know, to <laughs> you don't, you won't, you're not the tent, sleep in the tent uh, in the dirt kind of girl, no, I can't sleep. but I, I am like my retreat. I slept in the tent my whole life, like we camped my whole life. I paid my dues. I'm not fucking doing it ever again. And I'm afraid of heights and I don't like to be scared. So it's you not would fun. love, you would love the Bolivia trip because the Bolivia trip has two treks in one. So we, we start off at a t- as a team and then we divide just for a couple days. And I do two high altitude summits, but then there's an alpha team and a Bravo team. And you would love it because the Bravo team stays at the Ritz Carlton and they do adventure <laughs> trekking around. So, right. you know, you, ha- you kind to have the best of both worlds. And also the retreat that I have coming up, the rock shop retreat, my rock shop workshops are about really setting your intention to serve yourself and really ask yourself, listen to the voice inside. Like, am I really living my life? Am I trying to please other people? Or how am I getting in my own way? Like, what are my barriers? Like, why can't I lose that 10 pounds or why can't I ever, you know, move forward with this idea I had no right. matter what, why can't I get out of this relationship or why like, can't I ever get into one? Yeah. What's I, have, the blockage? I, have those, I have those blockages. I'm like, and I don't, I don't know why I don't do anything about them. So that's maybe something I, because I know I, I would could. love to have you come to the rock shop. You would love it. And you would lean into it because you're, you're a soulful person and you're a person that always wants to grow and better themselves. And you're not ashamed of yourself and you will stand up and you'll apologize or you'll stand up and say, fuck you. I'm not gonna. And that's a perfect place to look within and start to say like, what is it about myself that I'm not doing? That's feeding my, right. my pleasure mm-hmm. path. You know what I mean? And maybe is feeding another. And I really love doing it because because it's a safe place. They're very intimate. So it's a safe place to be with like-minded people to come refreshed and refueled and reset and ready to set a new intention and a new purpose. So it's the reset button, the retreats. I keep on saying to my friends, like, I need to go away to fat camp. Number one, I gained a lot of weight over COVID, but like, I need, I need to go and be with other people because if I say I'm going to do something, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like I know me, I'll be like, okay, there's the bar. 
See ya. Yeah, Bye, exactly. And we'll go to the bar, but after <laughs> we do a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? And right. then we go celebrate together and that sort of thing. And you're, it's true to have the motivation of someone else or, you know, accountability to Early. someone yeah. else I think is important. And that's, you know, they're short, but they're really powerful workshops that teach you how to make that routine actually work for you and set it and watch it be sustainable. And so that those are the tools that I've been able to kind of understand or harness as a health coach and also for my climbing and also for my experience as an entrepreneur and on right. a reality show. And, you know, I've hit the fucking map pretty goddamn hard, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really have. I mean, like you have a little bit of everything and, and that's yeah. good because we need feedback. We need, we need, I like I am, I eat. Del Taco. I love it. I want to eat healthier. That was always my plan. Never do it. So like I need someone to hold me accountable. Like you said, I'm like, yep. Kristen and I, we have one day on Friday where we do this exercise thing. But if she didn't do it, I wouldn't right. go. Right. Like, right. I, I really and you know, wouldn't. I have to remember as you get older, your metabolism is changing. Right. And so like the weight that you used to be able to kind of like think off is something that you're going to have to work at now. I mean, it sounds a lot healthier than <laughs> housewives. That's for fucking yes. sure. Yes. I mean, I feel like housewives gave me an ulcer um, half the time. I'm sure but it did. No, I, but it, it sounds like you're on a great path. I appreciate you being here. I'm going to go. I'm going to look it up because I do need someone to hold me accountable. Call and, me. I'll do it with you. I'll help. Coach you one, one day a week with Kristen is a perfect start. And she's so um dedicated to her. Yes. Her body is beautiful and she keeps it healthy like that. She works out. Her and Josh are both workout fiends. Yes. But that doesn't that's I'm not a workout fiend, but I'll do my climbing. <laughs> yeah. So like we have to do something that works for you because like we said, we're all bio-individual. Nobody's like you. You're one of a kind. So that's I would sure. love to help you. And we can and then we can tell everybody we'll we'll show how you started and then yeah. we'll 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 check back in in a few months. I'm going to get you ready for June. Oh my, I need to be, trust me. I'm like, <laughs> I just, the weight is just, it's there. It's like, no matter what I do, it's just that extra. It was 20. I got down to 10. Pounds, yeah. Okay. But- well, 10 is nothing. And I mean, it's just a stubborn 10 and that's amazing. And I'm sure you look beautiful. You don't even need a thing, but it's how you feel. Right. And if don't you don't feel, feel good, then let's work on ways that you can actually add this into your lifestyle where it, you do it until it stops working for you. And then you want to try something else new, but you really right. get into a routine with things. I swear that's the way. Well, this I is the way, as Yoda would closet, say. Like full of clothes that do not fit me. Like not yeah. one thing fits me. So that's, that's a little motivating. I walk in, I look at all my nice stuff and I close the door. I'm like, okay, but <laughs> we will definitely hook up after this. I appreciate you. How do we find your on Heather? Obviously heatherthompson.com and then you're on social media at um, at I am Heather T. I am Heather T is where you'll find me on social media. My Facebook is Heather A. Thompson. Heather A. Thompson at I am Heather T and heatherthompson.com will show you everything and you can see Beyond Fresh there and find out about the health retreat and coming up. I'm going to the Gulf Shores of Alabama, honey. I'm ready oh, for wow. some sunshine. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and at a historic hotel. I mean, and then Bolivia is coming up in August. So stay tuned, keep an eye out and you better call me after this so we can connect. I will. I will. Okay, also, great. Your, don't forget your podcast. Oh, yeah. And of course, in my heart, my podcast in my heart, it is one of my favorites. Um, I'm with iHeartRadio. You can download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please join us. There's so many great guests. And, you know, I I just thanks for having me on. It's been great catching up with you. I'm giving you You a big virtual hug.
Well, that was actually just amazing. I learned so much from her and I, like, she's so inspiring. I really am going to go and <laughs> I'm going to take one of the trips. I just need someone to hold me accountable and say, go do this. So I'm going to do it. Heather, you're not going to be able to shake me anymore, but thank you for being here. Everyone have a great afternoon and evening. I have a fucked up face right now. I know it. Um, hopefully my jaw goes back the other way. Um, otherwise, see you at happy hour. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.